You are listening to United by Fitness. Thank you for listening to the United by Fitness podcast. We are a gym in North Vancouver, British Columbia, and we provide personalized fitness coaching both on-site and remotely. Whether you're listening to us as you drive or walk the dog or clean the house, we're grateful that you've chosen to hang out with us. Our endeavor with this podcast is to provide you with simple and well-researched tools that you can use today to improve your health and fitness. If you enjoy the podcast, please share it with someone who may also appreciate it. And if you're interested in learning more about our gym or looking for some coaching, please check us out at our website or Instagram, which are linked below, or swing by and check out the gym. We'd love to meet you. Now, without further ado, let's jump into today's session. Welcome back, friends. I am your host, Jesse, and today I am joined by a special guest, Sammy Morrison. Um, well, she's not really a guest, but it's her first time on the podcast, so we're going to call her a guest for today. Sammy, you want to say hi? Hi, Jesse. <laughs> hi, everyone. Um, if you are a client at OPEX, you know that Sammy is a coach here. And uh, Sammy, you want to just give anyone who doesn't know you, a little bit of a background on who you are and what your life looks like. Yeah, for sure. So I'm 29 years old and I've been a part-time coach at OPEX North Shore for the last three years now. I actually just got a notification on LinkedIn <laughs> indicating that. And uh, I also started here as a client um, for the first year. Um, so yeah, so I've kind of been able to experience both sides of the OPEX movement, which is kind of cool. Um, I also work as a personal trainer outside of OPEX, and I also work in retail. Um, my mom manages a small boutique at a private country club here in West Vancouver. And then lastly, I'm also in a nursing school full-time at BCIT. So I keep myself pretty busy. <laughs> yeah, pretty busy indeed. Um, Sammy definitely does have a full life, and that's going to be the topic of today, as you can see by the title of the podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about how to live a healthy life in a busy world. Um, those of you that are listening may not necessarily be studying nursing full-time, but you do have full-time focuses, whether that be raising your children, whether that be working a full-time job or studying or whatever else may be your prime focus in life. Uh, the reality is that life can be busy and can be very busy in some seasons. And so today we're going to sit back and listen to Sammy talk about how she prioritizes a healthy life, uh, prioritizes her fitness in the season of busyness. And uh, again, for those of you that are clients at OPEX, you know that Sammy doesn't just talk the talk, but she walks it out. Um, she is definitely a strong, healthy, and fit individual. And so um, I'm looking forward to hearing how she prioritizes her health while she focuses full-time on studying and nursing. So, Sammy, would you like to paint a little bit of a picture about what your uh, life looks like right now while you're studying full-time? Yeah, for sure. I'm actually off right now for the summer for about two months, which is very nice. But uh, usually when I'm in school, uh, my week is pretty busy. So I work about 20 hours a week, a week between programming, training my clients, and working my retail job. 
And then on top of that, I've got uh, full-time school, which would technically be considered around 40 hours. Uh, I've been pretty lucky up until this point because our school has actually been online. Um, I'm just about to go into term six, so I've managed to accomplish more than half of my program online, which has been a huge time saver. So I do have to uh, give some grace to that because it's definitely helped me kind of fit more in than I probably would be if I was in class. Uh, unfortunately, I'm going to be going back to campus in September, so I'm going to be readjusting my schedule probably when that comes. Um, but yeah, so my week Monday to Friday is primarily in school and, um, I do go to the hospital as well for clinical, which this past term was actually a 12 hour shift. Um, so those days were definitely quite different. Um, I was up pretty early and then not coming home until about seven thirty-eight at night. Um, and then, uh, I like to get my workouts in, in there as well. So I'm pretty good about kind of writing those things down to try and schedule my day. Um, and then usually in the week, I also pick up one shift at my retail job, and then I do another shift on the weekend. Um, and then I also work a weekend shift here at OPEX on Saturday mornings, which most of our clients here know that. But yeah, that's kind of what my week looks like on the whole. Yeah, that definitely does sound like a full schedule. Um, so can you tell us how you approach that in a healthy way? and how you prioritize your fitness and well-being in the midst of busy weeks like that. Definitely. So my biggest tip, and everyone in my program knows me for this, is writing it down. I'm a huge believer in uh, having a planner or an agenda, however you like to call it, mm -hmm. um, and kind of scheduling my week out. And some people <laughs> call me probably a little bit type A for that. It's all color-coded and everything, but... I just find that's what works best for me is to visually see my week um, color code it, like I said, um, between school, between work, between my own workouts, and really kind of making the time for what's important to me. And I also find the busier I am, the better able I am to kind of organize my time. Whereas even now in the summer, I've noticed that with having more free time on my hands, I'm almost procrastinating more than when I was in school, which is kind of funny. Um, so I, I just find that's always worked for me. When I was at UBC doing my degree in kinesiology, I also worked, which helped. So I, I'm, I'm just very used to it over this time. A lot of people are very surprised that I work so much during our program, um, but it's just kind of what works for me. And yeah, biggest tip I say is like, write it down, plan ahead. Yeah, and if I can just jump on the back of that, um, one thing that I find helpful, I don't necessarily use the agenda or the calendar tool as much as Sammy might, but what I find helpful is just having a couple notes in my phone that is either a weekly list or a daily list. And uh, those are the spots where I can literally dump all of the thoughts and responsibilities and tasks that I have out of my head onto a note in my phone. And instantly when I write all of that down, I pour it out on the, in the note, I feel lighter because I know it's all on the paper. I don't need to for, uh, think about it anymore or remember it. It's there to return to. And then I can take tasks from my weekly list and put them on a day on, on the day, uh, choose maybe like something like four or five tasks from my weekly list, put them on my to-do list for the day. And that way I chip away at a larger amount of work. But um, it's maybe a, a step down from the calendar level organization, but still something that um, gives structure and a bit of organization to uh, the thoughts and the responsibilities that you have bouncing around um, in your life. 
So that's great, Jesse. I really like that idea of kind of like writing your own list. Um, I think also kind of closely related with that is just making sure that you're not you're not kind of over planning your day and setting those realistic goals um, and those realistic list items that you can create in the day. Sometimes I find when I'm writing out my planner and I'm writing out, you know, my tasks or my homework for the night that I want to try and get accomplished, sometimes I'm a little bit um, aggressive with what I want to get done in the night. So that I find can give me a little bit of anxiety if I don't complete that list by the end of the day. So I think it's just important to remember to try and be kind to yourself and be realistic with what you can accomplish in the day. Um, in addition to writing things down, I also, um, kind of more on the nutrition side of things, uh, find that meal prepping definitely helps me. And by no means am I kind of, you know, meal prepping every single meal, every single day, but those days where I know I'm going to be extra busy, um, I'll often plan my breakfast ahead of time. I'm a big fan of overnight oats. Everyone knows that they usually see me eating them here on Saturday mornings at the gym. Um, but especially on those hospital days where, you know, I know I'm going to be up early, I'm out of the hospital all day, definitely planning my meals, uh, breakfast, lunch for, for those days. And then on those days, I'm going to be kind of at school early and I'm not necessarily super hungry early in the morning. I'll definitely pack my lunch and breakfast to go with me. And I find that really helps me stay consistent in what I'm eating, making sure I'm getting enough protein, the big protein, always important. And um, just, yeah, making sure consistency, honestly, is the biggest thing I find with meals. And then in addition to meal prepping, I also ensure to take time for self-care. Super important. And they always emphasize that with nurses, which I find funny because then they have us work a 12-hour shift. <laughs> but that's a different uh, topic. <laughs> so with that comes my exercise which for me, I've always been very fortunate that exercise is a huge passion of mine. And I definitely take that into consideration because I realize that's not the case for everyone. Um, so for me, exercising, I consider it like brushing my teeth. When I don't get my gym time in, I get cranky. Um, so that's why it's a big thing for me to like schedule it in my day. Um, and it really helps me kind of de-stress from the busyness of my life and just kind of makes me feel better and helps with my mental health. Um, so those are a few, few things. I also like to uh, watch Netflix, of course. So just like some me time, that's kind of, you know, your brain's not thinking. Um, so that's another thing I like to kind of squeeze into my day if I can. So closely related to self-care, which is what I was talking about before. Um, it's also, I find just like really taking care of your mental health. And I find a lot of students struggle with this. Um, there's a lot of pressure put on us during school, a lot of um, kind of commitments that we need to meet every week, and it can feel very overwhelming oftentimes. And this last term in particular for me was, I was very anxious. I, I've never actually felt like that before when I've been in school, and I think my program just kind of took a big turn. So that was kind of a new challenge for me this term, um, was facing that. And I think the biggest thing there that helped me was kind of finding people who were in a similar situation that I could relate to. Um, and obviously in this case was kind of all my nursing friends who are going through the same thing. But I think for anyone in their life, uh, if you're going through struggles or anxiety, that kind of thing, um, just, you know, find someone you can talk to, find someone who again, like is closely related. Maybe it's a colleague at work and you're, you know, working on the same project together. Um, just someone who kind of will understand what you're going through. I definitely found that talking it out with someone else really helped me. 
Um, and again, all of these things we've kind of talked up to um, up until this point, just organizing your time, creating that space where anxiety kind of isn't going to overcome you. And even closely related to Jesse's previous podcast on stress, um, where they're talking about the stress bucket, just making sure that that stress bucket doesn't overfill. Um, so Jesse, just speaking on kind of a bedtime routine, uh, another thing I just kind of thought of that I find has worked for me recently is oftentimes, especially before going into the hospital the following day, I get super anxious um, just because, you know, your clinical instructor's watching you and you're, you're obviously in the, in the reality of nursing. Um, but I find I used to kind of prep right up until I go to bed for the following day and, you know, try and memorize my assessments I need to do or whatever it may be that I, I was required to do the following day. And I found then I would go to bed and I wouldn't be able to sleep. I'd be waking up just thinking about the assessments or thinking about whatever I was going over before I went to bed. So I think that's super key is to kind of instill that nighttime bedtime routine, turning off your devices at that hour ahead, whether that be um, work you're doing or Netflix or just being on your phone, scrolling through TikTok. Um, super important, just kind of get into that mindset of bed and relaxation to just promote that good sleep. And I definitely found that helped to kind of reduce my thoughts. I'd be, you know, ruminating over throughout the night that was causing me to have a really bad sleep the night before. <laughs> Okay, Sammy, now can you touch on how you approach uh, particularly exercise in the midst of a full schedule? Yeah, great question. Um, firstly, I would like to say that I program for myself at the moment, um, which has been challenging, but good at the same time. Um, as mentioned already, I did used to have a coach here. Um, so I really kind of gained a lot of knowledge through his programming and now being able to program for myself. Um, however, it does obviously take time out of my day to program myself, but I really try to stay on top of it because I find otherwise, if I'm not, then I come into the gym and, you know, I'm not sure what I'm doing that day. And I'm almost wasting more time because I haven't planned ahead. Yeah, and that's what's great about OPEX is that uh, the coaches here program for the clients ahead of time so that all of the clients come in and they're ready to go. They have their program set and they know what they're doing so they can get a lot done in that hour and 15 minute time block that we set. And that goes for anyone in the general population. I find pre-planning your workouts ahead of time not only will help your gains because you're going to be actually seeing your progressions every week, but it will also just save you time, um, especially in that busy week that we were talking about earlier. Um, so a couple other tips with, with regards to exercise I find is intensity-wise, when I know I'm you know, going to have a really stressful week, I might have a high-intensity cardio session planned, or here at OPEX, we know those maybe as like a MAP6 or a MAP5. Um, on those days where I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm feeling a little bit, you know, run down today, I might adjust the intensity of that workout to a kind of a slower, more like list-like cardio session. So here again, being kind of like more of a MAP 10. So really important to kind of listen to your body. And if you know you're just not feeling that high-intensity cardio session that day or high-intensity weight training, you know, lower your weights for that day, lower the intensity of the cardio. It's not going to, you know, ruin your gains or anything. Um, at the end of the day, it'll probably actually make make your body respond better and recover better. Um, and then another big one is knowing your time. So if you know you come in one day and you're set for an hour and 20 minute session 
and that day you, you just don't have the time for that full hour and 20 minute session, just come in and do what you can. I find, you know, sometimes I might have to skip the circuit at the end of my workout. Um, but again, similar to intensity, that's not going to kill your gains. Uh, if anything, I just push that circuit to the following week or to the following day when I know I'm going to have a little bit more time in my life. So you can still get it done. Don't pressure yourself to try and do it all in that one session. Um, I also find then you're just stressing yourself out trying to kind of rush through your session and that's not helping you feel any better either. So just kind of specific to what we were talking about earlier, being realistic with what you can accomplish, not only in your day with your list items, but also in something as small as your workout session. Um, if it's too much for that day, just don't do it. If you can't get into the gym that day, find something else you enjoy. Maybe that's going for a bike ride. Maybe that's, you know, taking your dog for a walk. I find for me on those busy days where I know I'm not going to make it to the gym, I always will prioritize walking my dog at night. And usually my mom and I will go together and we go for about 45 minutes. And that is a huge, has a huge impact on my day with regards to movement. So yeah, maybe I didn't go to the gym and lift my heavy weights that day, but I'm still out moving my body. I'm doing something I enjoy and I'm getting a bit of social time with my mom and my dog. Um, I find that really helps rather than, you know, kind of forcing yourself to go out by yourself. Yeah. And if I can add on to that, when it comes to your exercise and when life is busy, um, also make sure that it's movement that you enjoy. Uh, if you don't like running, don't um, make yourself run or don't put running in your workouts uh, when life is particularly stressful already. We want those workouts to be as low barrier as possible and they should be exciting you and drawing you into movement, not uh, pushing you the other way. So if you enjoy back squats and bench press, put those in your program uh, in those especially hectic weeks and seasons rather than making yourself work on something that really uh, does not excite you. So enjoy movement is definitely a priority when life is crazy. And just to touch on um, kind of that daily movement we were just talking about, uh, it's super important to stay consistent. And you'll hear this word in the fitness industry a lot. And yes, consistency in the gym is huge, you know, kind of increasing our weights every week, always back squatting, you know, in your cycle, you know, for eight weeks straight. But also you can keep this in mind in just your day to day life when it comes to things like walking. Um, so if you know, like as mentioned, you can't get that gym session in the day finding those times to be consistent with some type of activity. And I think as you know, some people are, you know, not believers of the step count, but I think, you know, that 10,000 step rule in a day goes a long way and is just a useful tool to kind of show you how active you've been throughout the day. And this, this isn't meaning, you know, high intensity cardio, it's just general movement that you're getting throughout the day, especially for those who are sitting at a desk all day. Um, as for me as a student, that's what I'm doing. I'm at my computer for a lot of the time. So just making those small things like getting up to get a glass of water or, you know, taking that break outside for lunch and going to get your walk in then, or as mentioned already, I have a dog. So doing that at night, but that I find is so consistent. And like they say, you know, you have one hour spent in the gym, but you still have another 23 hours of your day where, you know, if you're not moving, you're probably not going to see those changes you're wanting to see in the gym. So you really just have to keep that in mind uh, when it comes to exercise. It's not just about your time at the gym. It's about your daily movement, um, you know, throughout the week. Okay. So we've talked a bit about um, what you do well within uh, 
prioritizing your health in a busy life. Um, but Sammy, is there anything that you're currently working on getting better at for in regards to your fitness? Definitely. And my old coach would 100% agree with me on this, but sleep is definitely something where I'm lacking in with regards to kind of our, you know, key pillars here, um, with regards to like health and fitness. Um, as a nursing student, I obviously like come home from a full day of school. And the unfortunate thing with school is that you always have more school to do after school. So I'm up doing homework till 1130 midnight some nights. And I am doing that because, you know, I chose to go to the gym earlier in the evening um, because that is a priority to me. So this is kind of where you need to set your priorities, I find, and where I need to set my priorities, um, maybe shortening my gym session a little bit so that I'm getting home that little bit earlier so that I can get to bed earlier. But I do find, you know, with all things considered, no one is perfect and you're gonna, you know, fall behind in certain aspects of your life. Um, and for me, that's sleep in this case, in this time period when I'm in school. Um, and it's just, again, like being realistic with what you can accomplish in that day and, uh, just keeping that always in the back of your head to try and make improvements, even if it's for me, you know, getting to bed 15 minutes earlier every night. Um, but yeah, I'm not going to lie. I sometimes get, you know, five hours of sleep before my clinical shift. So I'm not, uh, I'm definitely not the, uh, sleep, sleep, uh, expert. expert. There we go. Yeah. So, um, it's just, yeah, being realistic that we all have flaws and, um, kind of accepting those and just doing your best to accommodate them. Okay. Well, as we approach the end of this podcast, um, I just wanted to, add that if any of this was very interesting to you and you find it helpful, um, I'd encourage you to go back if you haven't already and listen to uh, especially episode two and three as we covered some more helpful tips when it comes to stress and sleep and some grounding practices you can use when life is especially stressful or overwhelming. Um, so if you haven't, go check them out. They'll just add even more value to this podcast. And uh, on top of that, you know, we've talked about a lot of what to do when life is busy and life is full, but we want to encourage you all that uh, never give up uh, working towards a life that has more space in it, a life that has more rest in it, that has more margin in it. Um, you know, even though our jobs and our responsibilities and just the world around us may always say, go, go, go. Uh, in the long term, that's not healthy. That's not sustainable. We're not meant to be doing all the time. Um, and so I just encourage you all to prioritize rest, prioritize uh, creating margin in your life so that you can have space to be healthy and thrive. Um, so yeah, um, I think that's going to be it. So Sammy, do you have anything that you want to add? That's all for today, you guys. Thanks so much for listening. It was my first podcast, so I'm glad you're able to bear with us. Um, please, if you found this podcast helpful, share it with someone who may also find it helpful. And until next time, thanks so much for listening. Bye.